Uh, welcome, ladies and right, gentlemen. Go. You've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into the <laughs> Guys, welcome to the first episode of Two Summoners. My name is Papa Pike, and here I have... Yeah, my name is Corby. How are we going, guys? Yeah, good. Well, there's no one here, man. There's no one here, because this is... Well, technically, there will be people here watching. Um, but Corby, how excited are you for Two Summoners? We've been planning this for a little bit. Mostly me, but that's okay. Um, what, what are your thoughts moving into this, man? Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty excited to get this started. I, I'd always wanted to like talk about slash find an outlet to like vent my rage about League of Legends and talk about LCO and stuff like that. So mm. I'm I'm kind of keen for this, man. What about you? Oh man, well I've been wanting to do this for a while too. I think the problem is that I, I just haven't seen anything that's worth putting some time into. But I was sort of like ah, like we've met up now, like we've we know each other, we're good buds. So, so I was like, what? Who better person to do it with? So now mm. that we're both keen to move into esports and start putting our stamp of approval into LCO and more, it could even go international. You never know. Um, it's nice to sort of start moving towards there with this little podcast. But um, I think we're going to get started and just sort of explain what our plans are. Corby, I'm going to let you take this one. Well, our plans for this uh, podcast is basically we're going to be just like talking about uh, LCO, some patches in League of Legends uh, as a whole. Uh Teams and games and plays that we're excited about and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's just like a general all-round like oceanic uh, sort of experience about what's coming up in league, getting to talk more about the players. We'll get interviews with players and coaches and all sorts of people moving forward. Um, a lot of content creators as well have reached out and want to be a part of it. So if there are any content creators out there who would like to join in on Two Summoners, we're more than welcome to get people on board just to get your thoughts on the scene, how you feel streaming in Australia, New Zealand, um, and even pro players, how you find the the series and how you're finding each patch as you move along, any fan favorites. But Corby, I think we start off, what was your favorite patch before everything, before two summoners, before streaming, what was your favorite patch of League of Legends? Favorite patch of League of Legends was the favorite. ZZ Rob Banner Command patch. That's my favorite <laughs> patch. I remember having a team of five people I was versing and they all ran ZZ Rob Banner of Command and they just ran it down bot. It was the greatest ranked game of my life. <laughs> what about you, man? Oh, man, honestly, I think mine was definitely, it was season three. And I just remember every game, there was a Kha'Zix mid um, and... I was an AD carry. I was learning Ash at the time and I just was permanently dead. It was literally just gray screen gaming, but it was because I was getting new to the game and all my mates were like, no, you're doing great. I'm just like, nah, bro, I hear you on your voice. You're like, you're fucking trash. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. But that just boosted my confidence, man. I was like, you know what? I just need to prove it to them. So that was probably my favorite. just right at the beginning, just feeling that hatred slash love. Wait, when did you start playing League? Season three. Season three. Oh, I'm such a granddad. I started the start of season two. Oh. Nah. <laughs> no, that's not too bad. Like, that was probably close to when I started, though, at the same time. But there was numbers for rank. They didn't even have bronze back then. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't play rank back then because I was shit. Um, but we don't have to worry changed. about that. No, well, that's... <laughs> wow. So now we've, we've already determined, uh, viewers, that I'm the fun one. Corby's the mean <laughs> one. Um, so on the back of that... Uh, thanks, Corby. Uh, so, okay, we're, we're here now, Corby. Let's let's sort of talk about the start of season. I not only want to talk about the meta that's currently going on, but I want to talk about uh, the the cinematic that they brought out, which hmm. <laughs> we've both probably got some pretty good thoughts on. Um, but let's talk about start of season. What are your thoughts on this obvious like tank meta? 
I think it's pretty good. I kind of like the season right now. People are like really upset that 80 carries are so weak, but like I don't really care much because I'm not mm. playing 80 carry too much. Yeah. Basically, all I've done in solo queue is play Darius and Rise mid. Like Darius top Rise mids. <laughs> it's like it's really not affecting me at all. <laughs> I like Rise and he got buffed it like all his items and he just got buffed. So it's just free low for me. What about you? What do you think? Dude, well, I know it's the, the uh, Rod of Ages came back, so it's awesome on Rise. So he's, oh, he's laughing on that. But then it's, he's also good on like so many other champions that Rod of Ages. So I won't even really worry too hard about that but um that the seraphs seraphs got buffed like fuck yeah. off man like that's so bullshit all the champions i play don't even use these items and i'm just walking around just trying to i don't know do something scat as fuck and trying to pull off these pull off these cool plays and that's not happening because i'm still shit as you said before <laughs> but <laughs> no, sorry, I mean, you play yasuo no i don't anymore i've stopped back <gasps> i've backed off the yasuo I'm, reformed. Now, I'm reformed i'm back it's okay guys it's all right no i'm back on a uh, fizz and i'm now irelia because she's actually pretty strong but i don't build her jack show I refuse to build Jack Show on her. I hate being a tank Irelia that just is permanently in these fights. I just want to get in, blow you up, throw knives at you, and then get the fuck out of there. That's just how I play Fizz. It's how I play Irelia. It's how I play Yone. I don't I don't want to stay in a fight. What is this? Yeah, but tank items go burr. It's so much fun right now. Ah, uh, but it's so boring. Like, why? It's like, I want to just get to the back line and kill someone, and then try and fight a tank and then die because they're hurting me with fucking thorn mail. Yeah, uh, well, the start of the season is pretty good, but I, I'm like, I'm oh, actually yeah. pretty keen to see where it goes. They're actually nerfing a whole bunch of like the, yeah. the tanks as well. And they're nerfing Maokai in a Mumu jungle, which is like rampant as well. I think that's kind of like cringe because I like tree men, but <laughs> I think this season is going to be going to be pretty good. It's just Weird that in preseason they don't make any changes and then rank starts and then they make heaps of changes. Well, they've probably been listening to what people are complaining about, right? Like, which makes a bit of sense, but make some changes in preseason. Like, give us some sort of indicator because coming out and just saying, oh, we're nerfing Jack Show on bruises, right? I'm like, yeah, fair enough. That's good. But it still doesn't really stop them when they're up against a tank and they're having to fight their way out. But I totally agree. I actually like the Amumu jungle, but I'm more of a fan of like the Heimerdinger support. If you haven't seen that, no joke, it's fucking funny because you'll yeah. just stand there and you're just getting smacked with turrets and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Why am I half health at level two as an AD carry? And you're just like, oh, it's just fucking Heimerdinger being an absolute pain. And then you're like, okay. And then level six, he's just going to kill you. And you're like, well, game's done. Like AD carries it. Um, yeah, there were some avalanche games that we we're watching where that happened. We we're casting those, and uh, <laughs> it's just so much fun. It's just different. I'm a big fan of it, man. I don't think weird, unique picks are utilized enough. Like, you can take some weird shit anywhere. I've seen a Camille support in my placement games. <laughs> just let me let me say that again. Camille support guys as a support yeah, work. was it worked though. It's just, <laughs> they didn't know how to react because they I, I can't remember who they played. They played some like an eighty carry that was really immobile. And it must have been like a jinx or something or misfortune. And it's just every time they stood up straight into the alcovage went bang cracked him and it's like they capitalized and they were just getting kills left front and center. I was like, dude. It's already a fed Camille, but it's not a top lane. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm playing, but season 13 <laughs> pulling up some goods. Yes, ship it straight to LGO. <laughs> yeah, straight in. Get it in. Yeah, it's okay. I'm Hell just yeah, silver, dude. though. Don't worry about it. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but okay, so you're excited for the season. I'm pretty excited, too. I think, I think it has a lot 
of potential. I still think it's good, but I think it has a lot of potential as well. I think there are going to be some big mm. things. I think tanks will get pulled out because I saw that they're looking to buff some AD carries, if I recall, um, or at least some of the items inside for AD carries. They're actually going to get really, really strong. So I know the Navari quick blades got a really nice buff and that's given them a lot more to deal with. Like again, I've asked a Trindamir mid and I've never been yeah, stepped on so hard. But that's what I'm worried about because they're like reducing the crit yeah. like necessary for IE and quick blades from 60 to 40%. So I mean, if you're playing Trindamir mid, you just go second item IE. Yeah. And you just you're chilling. But yeah, no, I think I not, think it hmm. does help those 80 carries though, because I think it's going from a three item actually a champion to two items. So yeah, I think that's going to really help out at least the bot lane because it's true. Bot hasn't felt some love in quite a while. And I'm sure a lot of people out there can probably agree with me. Support probably especially. I think because they were so strong for such a long time, like there's such a unique range of support players. Like you've got hooks, you've got hard engage, you've got tanks, you've got full damage. Like you've got a lot of versatility. So you can, it's hard to sort of manage that. Does that make sense, Corby? A little bit. What'd you go on your placements, by the way? I went six and four. Oh, so did I. Mm, wow. Yeah, that. I was pretty happy with that. It was the last three that I just had hectic smurfs that openly were like, we're smurfing. I was like, okay. And that was the trend to me. And I was just like, oh, I'll just, I don't like Irelius and just walked at me. And I was like, nothing, oh there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. Level six, I'm fucked. Um, I've, I've gone six and four for the last like five years. I swear to God. It means you're shit then. You're not improving. <laughs> That's what that's telling me. Sure. You need to go seven and three next year or else. It's, no, it's never going to happen. So no. six, and, six and four curse. <laughs> I'm okay with that curse. That's pretty funny. At least you're, like, you're still getting more wins than losses. Like technically 55% win rate. You're climbing. Yeah. Can't be mad with it. Wait, where did you end up though? Uh, I got placed gold three. Fuck yeah. I got silver two. I was like, I was okay with that. Considering I didn't play ranked properly at all last year. I hard gave up. Oh, booze. Thanks. Yum. Ah, oh, the uh, the old the old lady has brought me my chicken burgers for dinner. Chicken burgers. Right. Yeah. Probably can't eat it now that we're on the podcast though. But I'm sure I'm sure the viewers won't mind out there, right, Corvi? If I just eat these delicious sandwiches, oh, you um, have to show it first. Do I have to show it? They actually look. Yeah. Look at that. Look at those fuckers. Oh. They I can't look, see it, but I'm well, sure it's great. They, they, they are, ooh, it's got two different sources. I bet you that's got QP Mayo on it for sure. But okay, let's get back to League of Legends outside of my dinner. So we're looking forward to the season. Do you have anything else you want to say about the season before we jump into the esports pro scene or the LCO, just getting getting into that sort of stuff? Yeah, I've heard from the, the feedback that I've got from people that are a little bit higher ranked than myself. Uh, we're talking about like Diamond One area that they're not really that happy with the start of the season. I don't know mm. if it's items, champion diversity, or it's just like the general attitude. But the thing that I've heard is people just are not like, can't like not feeling it. So hopefully a couple patches in, we're going to be feeling pretty good. Oh, and there's one cool change that I like. Jax, if you're AFK in the river, you get one gold every so many seconds. He fishes in river. He fishes <laughs> and he counts, counts how many fishes he catches. I saw that. That's actually epic. That's Greatest so time. good. League is saved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that's awesome. It's just fishing an angle Jax angle. <laughs> Wait, so is it only with that skin or is that all of him? Uh, all it's, skins? it's all of him, which I'm not happy about. But if it was only Angler Jax, it'd be so nice. But it's just Jax in total. It would actually be funny if they did Angler Jax and then it actually did two gold instead of one. 
So doubled yeah. it for having this game. You know what? Riot, come on. Just hire us. It's the first <laughs> podcast. Hire us. We've already got the Ima- ideas going. Ready, ready. Imagine if I had a real weapon. <laughs> Fishing rod. I'm out of here. I'm fucking. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> it's fuck you. <laughs> Uh, okay well now let's let's jump into the lco we're, we're going to go through you with you guys just the teams that are coming up we'll talk about the players we're talking about and after that we'll go through predictions i feel like for who we think is going to come in because i want to do like a long-term prediction who's going to take the the win mid-season and then who's going to take the final win out of these teams there probably will be some roster changes halfway through but let, let's stick with msi and see who's going to be doing their best to try and get there um mm-hmm. But I think let's let's. I want to do like a long term bet. Like, who do you think is going to do it? And I think we need to put some pretty high stakes on it. But let's firstly go through these teams um, and sort of have a bit of a look, right? So first team off the bat, uh, let's go with the LCO champions. Corby, do you have that list? Ah, uh, yeah, I do. Let's go through it. Uh, well, we have uh, Chiefs, which are looking pretty good. They've got Biopanther yeah. and Kisei, which is like two of the solo laners that I'm really keen on watching. They mm-hmm. brought back Rays on ADC. And Aladoric as well, man. Dude, that's, okay. dude, they're lost. They're roster right here. Like, I actually heard about this before they announced it. I was like, okay, that's pretty hectic. But they've also got Cupcake sitting there as the as the sub. But I'm pretty sure Cupcake is actually looking to be assistant coach too. So regardless of being sub, is going to be helping out there. But yeah, that team is looking so so strong. The second they got Bio Panther, I was like, that looks like another championship. Yeah, stacked. I really like the um the Chiefs lineup. I'm just upset before we continue. I'm just upset. I made so much cringe Gravitas content that I was uploaded like uh, every now and then onto the LCO. They're now gone. All that effort and that <laughs> character defamation that I went through. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, because some teams have left us now, right? So we got Order, we got Gravitas. Like, I, I actually can't believe that though. Like, we've got some new teams, of course, that we will break down for you guys as well. But. Yeah, some teams had to bail out. Like Order, we all know the sort of scandal oh. behind that. But so you were, were you signed with Gravitas as like a content creator? So, uh, signed, signed. Okay. Yeah, uh, not not really for like any. I mean, I got a stubby holder. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, your <yeah>. payment. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Sean was always uh, Sean, the guy who owned Gravitas, was always like super nice to me, and he would just like kind of wanted to get my name out there and stuff like that on LCO. Mm. So it was kind of like a and he, <laughs> yeah, kind of put me on for exposure. But yeah, I, I did all the the content for I think I did like five weeks worth of content over the year. So like five videos. Yeah, for LCO. That's not bad though. Like that's yeah, that's still pretty sick. I'd I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but um, I just basically made like vlogs. <laughs> it's like I made Gravitas content and I'm just like, what's up, guys? And then I did like a shoey in one of them. <laughs> oh, man. That's content. Oh, mate. Okay. It's now that you, well, you instantly said shoey and you piqued my interest. I'm going to say mm. for the bet, the bet's a shoey. What? On what team wins? Yeah, whoever gets closest to the team, like their team winning. Yeah, but we can both just say Chiefs and then... Okay, okay. How about, how about we're not allowed to say Chiefs because we're pretty confident that's the winner. How about we say whoever's going to get second? To uh, really... what, about, what about personal, like, personal favourites or, like, dark horse people that we think are going to do, like, pretty decent? Yeah, all right, I like that. We'll, we'll have to go through the list, though, because I want to pick out some names. All right. Yeah, I think. Uh, what's the next team? You can go through uh, next, next team? Okay, so we've got Diabolts. Uh They finished fourth um, in Split 2 last year. Um, this is a pretty good, like... 
pretty good team comp as well that I've got. So uh, Zeranus, we got Poltron, which I'm pretty excited for. Poltron's been doing some awesome shit. We got Chaz, we got Praetith as well. So he was PGG. Um, okay. That's really nice to see him moving over to another team. And then Decoy. Um, and then you got your coach um, as Velaxis. Um, you got some big names who've definitely sort of stamped like a bit of a, a bit of a, a no. What's, what's the right word for it? They've definitely put themselves in the right limelight, I'd say. Praetith being such a good AD carry. Um, and Poltron, always very aggressive, I think was up there with probably one of the best junglers um, in LCO, especially I think last year in Split 2. Um, yeah. So I think we've got that's a good team to sort of keep an eye on. Yeah, I like uh, like Praetith has obviously already proved himself as a as a decent AD carry. Mm-hmm. Um, the layman, like you see him, he's pretty solid. Most of the games that he played was all decently well. So uh, I like Praetith. I like Poltron as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Poltron had an issue in the past with like champion pool, but yeah, uh, he showed in LCO last year that he's happy to pick up and play any champion, and he always performs at a decent level. Mm-hmm. Super happy with that. Uh, Coach Vlixis, eh, yeah, pretty good too. So I, overall, I would say the standouts to me in that lineup is definitely Praetith and Poltron. Yeah, the rest sure. I'm, I'm keen to see others. Look, I think with this tank meta that's coming through, I think the top lane really needs to be setting the score, right? Like they need to start having some say. And I think that's why I'm really keen for Cassante to be in the next set because Cassante is a strong laner but also has a really mm. good team fight too. It's literally just a tanky Gasuo um, that throws you through a wall. Um, I think we're going to see him very, very popular. And if I'm just talking about champions, but I think tank and top meta is going to be really, really well sought after. So are you expecting maybe even a lot of um, communication heading towards Rift Heralds and getting those early tower plates? I think we can break this down maybe in another episode um, and maybe even after the first split, as I believe the LCO does start next week. If I'm not wrong, Warvi, as today is the 18th. I'm not sure. I actually. saw something. I saw my mate Buzz, who is actually one of the Chiefs um, content creators as well. Um, he's literally saying, when does when does the co-stream come out? So I think if we can both get co-stream, Corby, we could do some recordings directly into that, even stream one night, then record the other night, which could be hella fun. Um, yeah. But again, like there's there's a lot to play, but again, let's let's get to the next team. We can talk about this later. We don't have to waffle on at least, at least now guys, you know that there's more content coming, right? It's nice to know. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, are you gonna take this one? This is a new team. Uh, Ground Zero Gaming. Yeah. Yeah, Ground Zero Gaming uh, is kind of interesting. They're coming in with, uh, I don't want to say like a bad lineup, but I'm not a really fan of any of them except Bulldog coming in support. The rest I really haven't seen much of. Oh, Mayfan in the jungle and Fido mid. Actually, you know what? Not too bad. That's what I'm about to say. Like I'm saying, you're talking about these names like it's not ideal, but dude, they've got Toppy also potentially in the top lane. Like we've oh, seen I said Poppy. Fido. Sorry, I was I was reading off Kanga. Kanga's lineup. Fido and Mayfan are in in Kanga. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, dude, we, we'll get to that. But they've also got Hooper. Like you can't not discourage Hooper. Yeah, like, I like Kanga's lineup. But okay, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so so maybe we'll go back to Ground Zero, or do you want to keep going with Kanga? Oh, no, we got Ground Zero. We've we've called them out. We can go to Kanga later. Well, they, okay, so. Grand Zero, like I'm looking at it. We've got um, Tron slash Toppy in the top lane. I'm I'm loving Toppy though. If they can keep Toppy on, that's awesome. Um, Gooby as their jungler. Um, they got um, fuck. How do you even say that? Mephis. 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 I think it's Mephis. Um, so Dante. Um, yeah. Then you said your bulldog there. Um, and Ali G. 
my man. Um, and then you got, oh, but you got Coach Ash though. How can you not oh, be keen for Ash? Like he's going to lead that team to something good. I actually saw that announcement just the other day too on Twitter, and fuck, it was funny. He, he they made it look like he was homeless. <laughs> yeah, they did the um the double lift thing when yeah. he left CLG. That was pretty good. I, I like that. Look, I like Ash. Uh, me and Ash are friends, so I'm keen to see how he goes with Ground Zero. Mate, uh, Ground Zero's lineup isn't like it hasn't. They're like bottom three potential, but like. I'm yeah. keen to see if they can pop off. I think they're still bottom three. I, I think they are bottom three, if I'm being honest. I think I think you're right. But I think if Arch, if there's any coach that can do it, I think Arch has the capability to maybe pull them out a little bit, if you know yeah. what I mean. I think he's got yeah. some good stuff going for him. Um, hopefully he leads them to some victories. New team, eager to prove mm. themselves. Um, now let's go to your favorite team, apparently, that you just don't, don't even want to look at the other teams. Kanga. I really like Kanga. I think Kanga's lineup is like pretty slept on. Because we both like Hooper. Yeah, I love Hooper. I like, I like Fido mid a lot. And I yeah. think Mayfan jungle. Mayfan is probably one of the one of the best slept on junglers in yep. in LCO. He he always gets looked over because like we have Surefire in and like Babip in the in the league. Yep. But I think Mayfan is so good. Dude, he's such a good player. He's he's up there. He is probably maybe top three or four junglers easily. Um but also you got Paprise as well, who we did see last year do some pretty good stuff. I can't remember who he played for. Um, played for someone. I'd have to go back and have a look. But honestly, I'm really excited for that. But they've got Blue as well. Um, so obviously they've got a couple little move and pass in the top lane. It's always good. But again, oh, but can you forget uh, Brendan, but my boy Shinky. My boy Shinky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we like Shinky. Paprise played for, I believe it was uh, Mammoth. That makes year. sense, but Mammoth he was... played Kale, didn't he? He played like a bunch of Kale games, and then that's how he was like, "Oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't play Kale." <laughs> <You're> <laughs> no, <saying>? no, <laughs> Kale was good, but that that like that was their like win con. They were just kind of like hold on, grit their grit their teeth, and then oh look, yeah, he just happened to be level sixteen. We win now. But how do you play that into a like a team that is like Chiefs that will just run the game from start to finish? They play off their own team. Like if you're saying yeah, we'll play till late game, which we noticed was a lot of the LCO teams. They played for the late game because we don't know how to fucking play the early game. We don't know how to prioritize objectives properly. This is what I notice. You can you can say you disagree, but this is every time was sort of like we'd find fourth dragon was at like thirty five minutes plus, and you sort of like brah, just you can be better than that. You watch all these people in LPL, you got LCK, they are just everywhere at all times. Everyone has TP. Everyone's coming for team fights at like the first five minutes. Like mm. we need to start seeing some movement and like that. But again, I think that comes down to what we're used to in Oceania. We're slow. I think there's too much like bread in the air. We've probably got a little bit of yeast in our body or some shit. Um, we're just too slow to shit. We don't react fast enough. Um, I think game length is going to increase though. Cause they've like buffed tier builds yeah. and like later game champions. So it could slow down to like back to around 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. But, nah, nice. Oh, look, that's all right. But uh, but I want to look at the coach, Coach Eags. Um, I actually did a lot of work with Eags as well. Um, he was actually the Avalanche head coach too when we were actually casting for them, Corby. So mm -hmm. I got to speak to him a lot. So maybe we could reach out to him and see if he wants to do an interview. I know you could probably get Ash as well. I'm actually um, good mates with Ash too. So close to getting him on Facebook. That close. That close, man. <laughs> yeah, so I could close. probably get Ash on. I'll be keen to see what he thinks of the 
the new org and everything as well because yeah the, when you when you work with someone like a team that's already been in the league for like a year two mm-hmm. years and then you then you start coaching slash being a part of a team that's just entering the league the dynamic slash how it feels could be super weird i'll be oh, keen to hear sure. things about that oh for sure that'd be really really good i'm keen to get eggs on just to see his sort of train of thought coming from kanga who was they were a top four team i believe no fifth hmm. they came fifth um so they've got some standing right like they've got some experience so going to another experienced coach is going to be really exciting so we'll see if he's keen for anything but okay next team the team we were just talking about just subtly before mammoth Mm. walk me through it uh mammoth is an interesting team they've picked up a couple people from gravitas they have a really good (laughs) your best team favorite team (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they were my favorite team, but uh, unlucky. Uh, they have a they have a good ADC. Um, they have a decent jung. Like, I know a lot of these teams. They have uh, Chichi top lane. They have Akano uh, coming into the jungle mid Dajon. Yeah. Love him. He's he's actually a really decent solid mid lane pick. He yeah. always did okay. He was the best player on Gravitas when they were there. So be interesting to see him in a new dynamic. Maybe mm. he'll do even better. Um, or maybe he was just like the the diamond with the coal who knows <laughs> so uh voice adc also pretty solid mm. um not popping off in many games but always did okay and i haven't seen or heard of many games from Entrust. he's mm. flat on my radar oh look that's okay like it's it's someone we can look into a little bit further down the line and see how they're doing obviously if we get a good play out of them we're going to show it on the, the podcast anyway so um at least show some people what's going on um and sahil as their coach do we have do we know sahil at all i have not heard of him before um, i haven't heard of the name either fresh fresh coach fresh set mm. of eyes that could be exciting um mammoth obviously got some things coming up um but let's jump into the next one this is the team post or just beat mammoth in the lineup came sixth in the lco last split uh yeah peace um we got some players on there uh yeah, I think Peace went for a full uh, imported roster, I think. <laughs> uh, I haven't really heard of many of these people at all. No. I know Chanyin, but the rest of them are completely completely new to me. The I haven't facts. heard of or seen most of them, at least in the OCA region. So yeah. this could be a wild card team, either pop off or come last, I think. Look, yeah, it comes down. I think what we found with imports as well, they either do exactly that. They do really well. Or they just can't hold it together and they just get beaten by players that have played together for so much longer. Because mm. if you don't have that um, the ability to sync with your team, right, and know what you're doing, yes, you can be high elo player, you can be like fucking challenger for all I care. But if you don't know how to play well with others, you're not going to do well. It's a team game after all. Um, but that's what everyone in Silver says. Uh, and then yep. they'll go AFK. Um, but that's cool. <laughs> uh, but mm, Pentanet. Oh, Pentanet! That's this. I reckon this is going to be a decent, a decent team because it's they're led one. by my favorite, ju- like favorite jungler in the league, uh, mm. Shernfire. Shernfire is like an insanely good player, and I also like Violet as AD carry. So they have Chippies coming in top. Shernfire jungle, uh, mid Dongi, uh, previously Winterer, uh, Appy, and then they have a Western Way as the coach. Why would you change your name from Winterer to Dongi? <laughs> That's the first <laughs> question. Dongi, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> Look, as a caster, as a caster, you have to agree. It's so much more fun to say Dongi and Toppy and like other games, Winter. It's just boring because it's too perfect of a name. Dongi? True. <laughs> like, okay, it's a good dude, he's just whipping out his dick in the fucking rip. That's not the place for it. You Mate, don't do it. <laughs> Mate, it's a sick name. I'm not saying it's a bad name. I'm just saying, is it the right name? 
They it C nine had a dude called Balls. <laughs> it's completely <laughs> fine. Yeah, all right, fair I, enough. I'm uh, fair enough. But okay, no, but I think one thing I want to talk about here, not only Chippies in the top lane, we know Chippies is like one of the best in the region. I think him versus Biopanther is going to be something phenomenal to see throughout first split. Um, that's definitely the, the game to watch. So I think you and I should just do like a full like watch of that game and see how it goes and just react because hmm. that's going to be phenomenal. But Shernfire as well, because he he went international. He went over to the Academy in NA, um, I think for what, two years? Something like that. He was playing for some pretty hectic teams. Um, and then he's coming back. Like, yeah, I'm actually super keen. I look, I just, I really want like a good OC team with uh, foreign like experience because like mm. LC, like LCO is like still relatively new. We the OC as itself is all really new. So when you go to a, mm. like an establishment where it has like a gaming building, the thousand coaches, and it has all this infrastructure built up, yeah, like NA, I think it'll be interesting to see how he comes back with that experience and kind of just like says to management or whoever like oh yeah this is what we could do this is what we can change and this yeah. is what i like doing it's the so fresh set it of obviously eyes. works yeah it's the fresh set of eyes and that's the big thing that the lco needs man like that's they, they need to start this is why i don't know why again this is probably a topic for another time but why is there no ocs we need an ocs yeah, we need something so we can actually start seeing talent that's rising and who's actually controlling the game because then we'd be building bigger rosters but again topic for another conversation Let's we'll move on. Mm. I'll leave that down yeah, the, the wayside. I have so much to say. So maybe we, we can talk about that maybe towards the end of this as we're sort of complaining about the company we want to work for. But that's all right. <laughs> um, but OK, Team Bliss, another fresh face on the block. Um, do you want me to go through these? Because there is one player in particular that I will actually two, three, actually three, actually, that I'm pretty keen for. Oh, four, technically. Well, let's not. Let's, sorry, let's lived, just really good. Lived in the top lane. Why not? Who's been so keen to get into the into the scene for quite a few years now? I was really keen when I heard that because he's been working so fucking hard. So big yeah, props to you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a bench warmer for the past five years. Dude, saying so not keen. Um, Daystar as well in the mid lane. That's going to be really really nice to see. Big and name. Lemus, big name. Um, lot to prove. Um, and Benvi, dude. Benvi runs that bot lane. He, like he loves to control that shit. You've also got Beats in there as well. That looks to be their sub. And then you've got Calvin. You know what? I actually really appreciate Calvin. It's not actually his name, but it's just his, his coach name, Calvin. Fuck mm. yeah, dude. Well done. Keeping it simple for me. I think Blizzard's actually done a ridiculously good job as their first touch into League of Legends. Yeah. Like they've built a good roster. So yeah. they obviously have done their research. They've talked to players, coaches other people in the league and they've actually have a decent roster. Well, you know what? You know what's really funny about this? The way I'm looking at this, they've actually taken Gravitas' spot. So are you going for Team Bliss this year, Corby? Is that what's going on? Oh, <laughs> man, I, like, as my dark horse, I, I have I have some opinions, but uh, mm, I don't want to say yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that, that's that's actually all, all the teams, this split. So like, all right, but besides Chiefs, who's sticking mm. out to you the most? Oh, crap. I think PGG. I think, think PGG, PGG? Are, like PGG will be second, and then yeah, look, I, I want to say Diables will be third, but I kind of want Bliss or Kanga to be third. I genuinely think, or well, not Bliss. No, I think it will be Kanga. Actually, the, the more that I'm looking at it, I think Kanga's got some big names in there. Like I think everyone hypes up Hooper so much. Um, mm. it's a lot of pressure to put on the poor kid's shoulders, but I think How he can live up to it. Dude, I'm pretty sure he's like just turned like 19 or something. Jesus. I don't know. He's, mate, 
I could not tell you, but he's young. He's so young, literally a prodigy. Um, so I think there's a lot on Hooper's shoulders, but I think he can live up to it. I think they've built a good roster around him. I think Shinky and Hooper is a nice combo. And I know Eags has been coaching Hooper for a while now too. So the fact that Eags has taken this roster and said, okay, let's work on it. It's, it feels to me almost, a, there's still some good players like Fido. Again, I can't ignore that. Pat Rise, Shinky too. But like what they did with Faker in SKT is they sort of built the team around him for so long that Faker was the star player. Is Hooper that player? Is this what they're uh, trying to do? I think the difference between Kanga and Bliss, which are the two teams that I'm putting against each other for yep. mid to high pack, yep. is I think Kanga's got a split two roster and Bliss has a split one roster. I think mm. Kanga needs time. I think Kanga needs like time or at least halfway through this. Like maybe give him like five weeks in split one. I reckon they'll do really like way better. Yeah. They just need some like on, on actual, I don't want to say stage, but like, the actual games where people are watching, they need some more experience together. I don't know how scrims are going. I haven't got any inside leaks. Where I think mm. Bliss, I think Bliss are just going to come out. They're all really good players. Yeah, I think Daystar mid is probably uh, better, if not as good as Kisei, which is Chiefs mm. mid winner. So I, I think Chaz and Fido are also like really up there for for mid laners. So that's Direwolves and that's uh, Kanga's mid laners. Yeah. So I just think you chuck Bliss in and they can probably fight any team. They'll probably still drop games to Chiefs, but I think they can beat majority of the teams. Yeah, I think that's that's the big thing is how how are these teams going to fare against the Chiefs, right? Like they've obviously, obviously brought out the star lineup. Every single player in that lineup is there to win. Yeah. If they lose lane, I'd be shocked. In saying that... I kind of expect them to maybe lose a couple games here and there. I don't think they're going to get the perfect run that they got almost last year. Well, near perfect. I think there will be some contenders in there or at least some close calls um, where mm. Chiefs will still bring it back. But I think there's going to be some teams that will say, no, 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 we're going to give you a run for your money. Um, you need to earn that number one spot again. Uh, so I'm, I'm keen to see how this split's going to turn out, which brings us on to sort of our next topic. Um, Corby is like thoughts on what's coming up. In the LCO, like we we noticed that Kitty has left the LCO. Our star interviewer, who led the LCO for a full year, has decided <laughs> to go LPL. Yeah, I'm actually really happy for Kitty. Oh, she did, uh, such a she did such a good job. Uh, she came in for uh, Nat after she left to do Dota, and she went from seeming decently shy um, mm. at the start to really growing super quick into into an interviewer role. Whether that be through the the, the help of or the rest of the cast, I think she grew really quick and mm. congrats on picking up such a like prestigious role. LPL is really good to get into early. Oh, for sure. It's, it's actually so. huge. Cause I know they've actually LPLs also brought in some fairly new talent in as well. So it's like nice to see that other regions, that's just me with my sad face. Other regions are bringing in new talent um, and they're really starting to shine. Um, so it's good to see that, but it's also good to see that Ose has that talent too. Like that we've actually got up and comers that are moving forward. Ah, Pike and Corby. Ah, oh, not subtle, was it? <laughs> no, I just I'm 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 really happy to see uh, OC people in in yeah. anywhere. It's no, like when when I see OC players go to NA and they mm. pop off. Like we have top laners in Fudge, eighty carries in FBI, like over overseas. Like that shit just makes me feel like we're actually fostering decent talent. Yeah, and it's not only pro talent in eighty carries and top laners. It, we have like decent production talent. And we can grow talent as well, which is a big one. Because having people just like go away is one mm. thing, but having new people start in LCO, 
grow and then step up again it means we can foster decent talent so we have like yeah. room to grow and it like other companies might see that and you know, try and invest and get more stuff into the lco but yeah i think that's probably the one thing that i'm nervous about when it comes to the lco is exactly what we're talking about is all of our talent does go elsewhere so yeah, I'm, I'm we're proving grounds. yeah that's exactly it we are literally proving grounds. but okay i want to i want to pitch an idea to you um and i want i want to see what your reaction is and i sort of prepped this subtly on the side because i knew this conversation would happen um what does the lco need to do to step up and actually keep not only players that are good in the in the league but to make a bit more of a stance in international stages what do we need to do is there anything you can see that is maybe like the first off the bat we change this this could help that's a really hard question because lco is so young mm. um as like as like a broadcast developing thing but i think they're doing as much as they possibly can it's just the interest in competitive esports in Australia is way lower just because our population size is lower. Mm. Uh, it, look, the, the best thing we can possibly do is try and find ways to touch on if people in Australia aren't watching the games when we have decent production, decent hosts, decent players, and we need to find ways to get eyes from other places. So Peace could be a great team for that because they're all people from... Uh, they're all just all import teams. Yeah. So maybe... You have a whole bunch of random people from overseas looking at the games and then news outlets from over there are like posting the stats from their games. It could be decent. Look, I actually think that's mine. And this is going to be like the most mundane answer, but I've thought about this so much because I was like, if they hired me and they're like, Pike, what is the strategy? What do we need to fucking do to get this going? I'm like, all right, this is what we're going to do. It's we need just a little bit more money that we can put mm. into the players and the teams, right? Because oh, you can't, big. it's the biggest part, man. Like I've broken it down almost like dollars and cents value of how much we probably need. But it's, if we could get the players that could be not only imports, but get the right balance of talent from Oceania and import, because obviously you said peace is all import. Love that. I'm actually a huge fan for that. I think that's really important because we need these players from other regions stepping up and showing us what other places are doing. I think because we're just a cheeky little island that we're sitting off to the side, we don't really get any exposure from the outside world. So when you said we're sending people over and some are coming back, fucking awesome. That's what we need because they've built a reputation over there. And like you said, they're bringing it back to us. But if we had the money to get players to say, okay, it's worth staying in LCO because fiscally we can stay and it's worth our time that's mm. why players are leaving because these teams even academy teams over in na are like we'll pay you triple and they're like deal let's fucking oh, go it's not even triple it's like they're actually paying them wages and yeah. proper wages because like like i said my connection with lco last split was through gravitas and i knew what all of them were getting paid and it is it, it's like pathetic amount of money but it's just it's a money sink that's it that's what it's coming down to. So I think the hard part is, again, because we are so new, we're so green in the League of Legends world, I think we've been to enough worlds now where Riot should be looking at us and saying, okay, we're not, we might not be the biggest market, but we have something going for us, right? It might be worth putting a couple dollars and cents into us and seeing how, how can we boost them up to give them a little bit more love because... Obviously, they wouldn't want to have a team that's just constantly coming last in world international tournaments and, and just mm. looking like, well, like shit. But, yeah. like, that's that's where it needs to be, is there needs to be some sort of executive decision to be like, okay, let's put some more money into it. Let's give these teams a little bit of love. Make them feel like they're needed. Not even wanted, needed. Like, because that's what everyone wants, right? And 
give them that chance to prove. Like if someone said, all right, we're going to pay you a good, good amount of money and we're going to get you to play for us. I could be the worst player ever, but I'm going to work so fucking hard for that team because I know they're going to be backing me at the same time. So there needs to be that level of trust between player and organization, right? Yeah. So that's where sure. I'm coming from. Yeah, it also, it just, LCO and Australia just always fall short because it's, it's a multi, it's a multitude of different things. But one, we're on an island by ourselves. Two, whenever we broadcast and being a streamer and a content creator, I know mm. the best times to go live. I know when everyone's up, I know like the individual time slots. And I know for a fact, when we, when LCO is broadcasting, it is the worst time internationally for like Europe and NA to like watch the games as well. Yeah. So, so what overseas sponsor or what overseas fan is going to stay up until like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning for the start of LCO? Yeah. No. What European person's going to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning to watch the start of LCO? Fucking absolutely no one. Nah, fuck that. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, so I, you have to be a really hard, dedicated fan. And we, it's not like we can have a dedicated audience because we're so new and no one's yeah. really heard of it overseas. Plus, Riot Games kind of like left two years ago. Oh, so yeah. it's like, oh. Just well, they're back this year. Well, they're back. They're, well, so I know a little bit more information on that if you'd like to hear it. And I'm not I would sure, love to hear I'm it. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say too, too much, but I do know this comes back to the conversation of the OCS, right? Mm. Like, I'm not sure if you know, but I think they specifically chose not to have an OCS. Like, the LCO literally mm-hmm. decided in a meeting somewhere saying, no, 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 we're not going to do it. I'm not sure yeah. why. I, there's no reasoning. I just literally found out that they just said, no, it's not happening. So, I think that decision was enough for them to be like, well, we don't really give a shit. Um, or at least they're saying we need to develop one thing first, start from the base of it and then build, which at the same time makes sense. Um, and I'm trying to say it as diplomatically as possible so that they don't go, well, what the fuck's this guy talking about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. But from a viewer, content creator, and a streamer's point of view, I 100% agree. It's we're, we're not doing things in the best interest of promoting us. Does that make sense? It does, because there was three levels. When I started taking League relatively, air quotes, seriously, there was three levels. There was Amateur, then there was OCS, then there was OPL. So in 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 amateur, I was versing players like Poltron. I was versing players like Akano, um, and it was a decent community to like get your toes into and know a bunch of players, yeah. get some decent experience, and then you can use that as a leverage to step up, and then use that experience in OCS to step up. I just don't see the the path to progression to LCO anymore. Not really, except tournaments that we host with the Weekend Warriors does one. Uh, Avalanche did one that was really successful, probably the best one that's been done. Yeah, oh, for sure. Besides that, I just don't see any exposure for up-and-coming talent. So if there's no exposure, there's no, like, like anything there. Like It's kind of like when you build a reputation, mm. and that reputation building step is just gone. So who really cares? You're just going to become a solo queue rat, and then you're going to have solo queue rats in LCO, and they have no hype around them at all. So it was a bunch of randos until they play for a full split or two splits. It's yeah. too slow. It's, it's, it's too slow. A hundred percent. I can't even, you, you've literally hit the nail on the head. There's nothing I can say about that. That's mm. bang on. I think we need to start speeding up, speeding up to slow down. If that makes sense, you, you got to go a little bit faster for us to actually sit comfortably and do well. Yeah. Um, there's trickle down and then there's trickle up. You just need to like build these players. Yeah. So when there's talent leaving, cause what happens if like, say the whole chiefs lineup gets deleted, like yeah. all the players from Chiefs, Biopanther, like all these people, they just leave. Who, like you just have all newbies. Yeah, 
Like you just delete like the top two teams and then it's just a bunch of randoms from Solo Queue. <laughs> and overseas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like if you delete the two teams, then you had people that have been playing for a couple years or like a year, then people already know these names and they step up. It's like, oh, I'm keen to see how they go on the next step. Uh, anyway, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's nah. just... I think I think we're expecting a lot from this split. I think this split will be a bit of yeah. a make or a break. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. they, they actually had a fairly good year last year. Like, I think there could have been a bit more intrigue. There could have been a bit more hype around the finals, around um, heading into the games. I think I'm not going to say production was not good. I think the production value was actually quite good. I think the LCO think as a watch was very entertaining. They had a lot of stuff kept viewers entertained. I thought that was fantastic. Um, I think they just need to start taking it to the next level. I think they need more people in the broadcast. They need like one host. Awesome. But they get a couple other casters in there. Not that we don't love Rusty and Skimmy. Peace out. My homies stay beautiful. Um, but I think it feels like it's just the same people over and over and over and over again. We're not seeing, and I, you said the comment of fresh blood coming in and taking over a whole team. We need to start seeing a bit of fresh blood to start making way for both old and fresh blood to work together because um, we can't keep running the same shit over again and expect it to be successful, right? It's just not how yeah. it works. So it just comes down to money at the end of the day. It's like money, man. It's just bang on money. Um, but okay, that's fine. They'll figure it out. I think there's room to grow. That's Let's stay optimistic about yeah. it, right? There's room to grow. There's opportunities. Um but no, is there anything you sort of want to talk about? I think we are sort of wrapping up the first episode as we lead into the first split of the year. Um, anything else you want to comment on in regards to LCO? Like, I'm really uh, curious I who's coming back. So Kitty's not coming back. Yeah, I'm curious on the broadcast team as well. I think we're definitely going to have Rusty and Skimmy on there as the staple of LCO. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, I'm I'm not 100% sure who's host going to be because there was talk of um, Mac leaving just to do like CSGO and Valorant. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious, but it's going to be exciting. So we will bring that up in the next episode, guys. Um, but no, I think I think we've got a lot to look forward to. I think we're going to have yeah. a lot of fun doing this. Um, now, guys, in the comments section, please go through, send us links of awesome plays that you guys do. I would love to do like a ranking system. You know, that's sort of the the rank ranktal where you can actually watch ranked plays and guess where they're at and see what they uh, are. Right, yeah. I think if we do that with our community, get them to send through little clips. Obviously, you can do that on like Overwolf and all those third party programs uh, not sponsored by Overwolf. So don't worry about that. Um, but Send them through. Let's let's have a bit of a laugh. Like we'll try and get them up on the channel. I think we, we got the production for that. Um, and me and Corby can try and guess what rank you are. And if we're wrong, I don't know. Corby will gift you a sub. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Dude, LCO doesn't pay. Do you think I will? Go on. Well, okay. How about how about we do one for one? So we're only going to do a couple of videos. We'll do one for one each week. How does that sound? We'll do like one or two videos that we can pick at random, and then PC. If you win, you get the PC paid by Papa Pike. $1,000 PC uh, every off. week. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we need to get sponsored by Elgato or some shit and then be like, oh, give you a stream deck. <laughs> um, but okay, uh, Corby, any final words before we wrap up and get these people to go watch some other League of Legends content? No, nah, man, I'm good. I'm pretty keen to get this started and rolling. If there's any topics and stuff that you guys want us to top on slash talk into slash what you thought was interesting, yeah, write that down as well. Because always looking for one interview questions because we will be getting, like you said, people on. Mm -hmm. So if you want us to ask something in particular coming from the League of Legends community, because we're just going to like brainstorm and make up our own. But if you have anything that you guys want to hear or ask specifically, write that down. Yeah, or even um, get 
uh, some suggestions of people you'd like us to interview. Um, yeah. We'll reach out to them. I'm happy to message anyone and anything. It's just a cheeky webcam call. So they might be game, they might not be, but it's always worth asking. So if there's any player, any um, person in the industry you'd like, I know I can get some management if you have specific questions around that. Guys, we're going to try and cover off every little bit of detail we can. Um, hopefully, I think the first couple of weeks we'll maybe do uh, in two weeks time, we'll do another podcast. We might be able to do one more next week. Uh, but once the season kicks off, we're going to aim for one, one podcast a week so at least you guys will be nice and informed for every game and everything happening this season but guys thank you all so much for joining us on the first episode of two summoners i've been pike and he's (laughs) 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 and until next time guys thank you for joining us and we'll see you on next week's episode bye guys